I mean, our national anthem is something that is very close to us. It's near and dear to our hearts, and we're very familiar with it. I'm not quite so familiar with the national anthems in other countries, specifically European countries. Maybe if you have a, a trip booked coming up later this summer, uh, you can let me know. Like, what does Italy's national anthem sound like? That seems to be one of the hot destinations that people are choosing to go this summer when it comes to booking their travel plans. So is Italy going to be in the cards for you or some other great European destination? Let's talk about what's trending for summer travel with our guest who operates the Travel Lady Agency in Calgary. Leslie Keeter is joining us. Leslie, thank you so much for making the time. Really appreciate it. Hi, Chelsea. Good to be here. Thank you. So I'm I'm a little bit surprised that Italy seems to be the number one spot for travelers. Can you clarify why that is? You know, Italy's always been popular. Um, it's just such an incredible country. But just speaking to friends who've just come back from there, they said that they have never been at, seen it so crowded in months like May. May is usually kind of a shoulder season time, and you can get around there quite easily without the crowds. But, you know, overall, travel has got has increased so much. Um, I just did a trip recently down to the States, uh, got back on Saturday, and my, oh my, the airports are crowded. The lineup for security is long. So we can see the evidence there that travel is back with a vengeance. Which I can appreciate. And look, I want to clarify when I say I'm surprised to hear that Italy is a travel destination. It's not because it's not a place that I wouldn't love to go. It looks absolutely beautiful. But I don't I don't put that into a category of being um, like a budget-friendly type trip. So are people just sort of throwing caution to the wind and just taking advantage of experience rather than cost? Well, a, a lot of people are doing that, the lucky people who can afford to do that. And I think particularly of a lot of our retirees who really missed out on a couple of years of their travel plans, their mm-hmm. retirement plans. So they're kind of saying, well, you know, heck, I'm just going to do this and I don't care how much it costs. Of course, for families, it's different. It's, it's much harder. And, uh, you know, even in Canada itself, if you want to get a flight out to the Maritimes, Nova Scotia, for example, you know, the, the flight prices at this stage still for the summer, for August, are not too bad, around about eight $900 round trip. But once you start looking at hotels out there, if you haven't got family to stay with, it starts getting really pricey because don't forget we're getting a lot of Americans coming into Mm. Canada now and we're getting a lot of Europeans coming because summer is our hot time. So Italy is a great spot to go in Europe or at least a popular spot to go in Europe. Are you Mm -hmm. seeing Europe as a whole somewhere that people are really gravitating towards or are there maybe some other destinations that are on people's bucket lists? Europe was one of the first places to come back because people perceived it as organized and safe and uh, with good, uh, you know, restrictions in place. And really, it is a a first world destination. So that's the kind of thing that comes to mind. I think the other countries that we typically send people to, the more exotic destinations, those will come to their own in 2024, possibly. Mm. So at this stage, they're not as busy. Um, But certainly as well, some of the destinations like um, Scotland, Uh, one of my colleagues in the office just got back from a week in Edinburgh, and she really struggled to get accommodation there. Of course, when she got into town, she realized, you know, Bruce Springsteen was playing and, you know, there were masses of fans there. So that's another reason why things fill up quickly. It's festival season and 
yeah, the the hotels are full and the weather is lovely. <laughs> is booking early any sort of way to to kind of at least safeguard yourself from spending a ton of money on a hotel? I I think so. I mean, I'm I'm a book early type of person if I can. I know sometimes you could kick yourself when you see that cheap price come up, but I I like to have a little bit of certainty in my life. So I know that if I'm booking in advance, then I'm getting the best option at picking my seats, certainly on a flight, picking my good seats and getting a good route, a good connection time without too much of a layover and not too many connections. One connection is ideal. Uh, An interesting thing that's come up, though, talking about connections, is how many people have said to me, don't book me via Toronto. (laughs) (laughs) I think we all have PTSD from seeing those images of all the luggage everywhere. Um, Are people people still gravitating towards um, experiences like tours and cruises and things that are sort of like a turnkey vacation? Or if people are deciding to maybe just go on these bigger experiences, is it more about planning all of those elements themselves? Yeah, it kind of falls between two. I think a lot of people still like the whole idea of the tour because you're guided along the way, same as a cruise, and also especially with a river cruise because you're not constantly packing and repacking. You're kind of traveling along uh, on the riverboat. But I am seeing more and more people wanting to do custom itineraries because they have their own particular places that they want to be and particularly strong i find is the whole heritage thing ancestry and tracing your family roots a lot of people will want to get into a little village maybe in austria or sweden or somewhere like that where their family came from and that kind of place would not generally be touched upon by the the most popular tours. Leslie, is there one place that you would recommend if someone wants to go have a vacation where they feel like they're really getting away but they don't want to spend a ton of money Right. Um, I still love the Maritimes, I must say. I I think if you dig around, you can probably find some reasonable accommodation. It's certainly gorgeous. Um, Going down into the States, I think the summer is going to be a bit too hot hot down in those destinations and um, would be a little crowded. Maybe somewhere a little bit more off the uh, map. Um, you know, Iceland is very popular. And when I say to Canadians, Iceland, they say, are you kidding me? We've had enough ice. <laughs> but, if, you know, those destinations that they they say you feel like you're on another planet. And I'm going to discover that because I'm going there in August. And I'm excited about that because it's got a small population and it only really can accommodate a, a limited number of people um, to preserve its beautiful landscape. So I'm excited to see how that will turn out. Well, I can't wait to hear about it. When you talk about a heritage <laughs> trip, that would be my destination would be to Iceland to find out where my great grandma was from. So oh, I can't wait to hear wonderful. about your experience, <laughs> Leslie. Thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. Really appreciate getting your insight. My pleasure. It was lovely chatting to you. Yeah, take care. That's Leslie Keeter. She operates the Travel Lady Agency in Calgary, talking about some of the summer destinations. What is popular? Uh, Okay, so Europe and Italy. If that's somewhere that maybe you're going to try to go, just be mindful of it because it's going to be busy.